Today on Fed No Babble, we're going to talk about the biggest financial crisis to your retirement. Is there such a thing? Yeah, there is. This is Fed no Babble, where Kevin and Cassie make federal retirement benefits understandable for humans like you. These two don't hold back as they answer questions from the Fed Pilot workshops and webinars or from questions submitted by you at FedNababble.com. All right, Cassie, hi. Hello, Kevin. How are um, you? Good, good, kind of. Good. I'm kind of good, kind but of kind good. of not good. Because okay. so we we just finished one episode, and as we were talking, we came up with another idea that we've got to talk about this. Um, and let, let, let me let me preface this: we, as humans, we take really really complicated topics and we simplify them so much that they almost become unrecognizable, right? So yeah. in in my workshops, I use I use a I use an example. I say that, um, for for example, um, let's say that I buy a manual transmission car for my teenagers to use. Well, I could just say, here's how you drive a manual transmission car: you let off the gas, you push in the clutch, change gears, and you flip back. That's how to drive a clutch. Here are the keys. Good luck. <laughs> right. That that doesn't even come close to learning how to drive a stick. Although that's exactly what you do. That that is spot on, isn't it? Right? But it's it's so those far are, from the truth. Yeah, well, those are all the actions you take. Right. Right. But you aren't you aren't talking about none of the risks or or exactly how to do it, right? Like when you're well, when you're pushing when you're letting the clutch out and you're pushing on the gas, there's that there's that line. Right? right, there's that little trigger point where you gotta uh, push more gas than you do clutch, right. <laughs> or else the car is gonna die. <laughs> and you're um, jerking it like that and burning the clutch out. Yeah, right. And don't forget to shift gears at the same time. Yep. And don't put it from first into fourth because that's not gonna right. work either. Right. You'll kill. So, <laughs> right. so what's missing here is feedback. Right. I could say that one sentence and they get it, but when they get in the driver's seat then there's instant feedback of, oh, that's how you do it. That's how you don't do it. Oh, I can't do that. I've got to, I've got to, you know, the clutch and the gas have to go at a certain rate and every car is just a little bit different, right? It's not always the yep. same. And so you got to get the use of all these, there's instant feedback. Well, guess what? When federal employees retire, there's no feedback to the federal employees who haven't retired yet. And so it's like a black hole. It's like federal retirees going to this black hole and they don't come back to federal employees and say, you know what? That worked, but that didn't. And they say this, but it actually doesn't work that way. There's no feedback mechanism for federal employees to say, oh, I need to change it. So what they're getting is the, you know, let off the gas, push in the clutch, change gears, flip back version of how to retire. And that's all. And that's well, not well, let's face it. Let's face it too. When somebody actually retires and something doesn't work, do they really want to talk about it? <laughs> right. They're not going to come back and say, oh, by the way, I'm having to go back to work or I'm not getting the money I thought. That's kind of embarrassing. That's the key. They might go back to work and be like, oh yeah, well, I went back to work because I needed something to do. 
I've seen that so many times. That may be true. Yes. But then they're not going to talk about the real reason that they have to go back to work is because they're not financially able to sustain themselves. Because I took my social security too early and I shouldn't have done that. Or. (laughs) And I'll tell you what. Okay. I have the story. I'm sorry to cut you off. Okay. No, please. I love it. I love it. This just came to mind and it it's something that I think is key because this doesn't just affect you, it affects your spouse, mm, mm. right? And I specifically say this because I had a scenario where um, when my kids were in daycare, now this has been a couple of years, uh, but we were living in, in the Pacific Northwest, my kids were in daycare and this older gal was helping. And of course it was typically like the younger gals, like it's an entry level position, daycare worker. Right. Um, because they helped with like scholarships and things like that. And so most of the time it was younger, uh, younger people helping out in the daycare center or, you know, being employed by them. Well, this older gal, and she was like 70 now, granted, she was very fit for a 70-year-old, but she was working at the daycare center and actually having to, like, run around with the kids, like, not wow. as an admin. And I'm I was like, I got talk- I got to talk with her, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, why are you still working here? And I didn't, I didn't mean it in a mean way <laughs> right. because I was just genuinely concerned, like, why does she have to continue working? And... Essentially, her husband was a CSRS employee and chose not to leave her any survivor benefit. Oh. And her Social Security uh, income was not enough. And she was, for the most part, a homemaker because that was that was their generation. Right. Right. Oh. And so now she had to work because she simply could not afford to live. Right. And it just broke my heart. I mean, luckily there was, you know, it, it was part of a church. And so there was some other gals that kind of bonded up with her and, and she was able to room with somebody and stuff like that. But it's, it's those kind of scenarios that people don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. and it's super sad to me because it's like, gosh, who else is having to go through this? Like she had to go write Congress a letter because she had no, um, notice or or paperwork on his retirement application either so she wanted to verify like am i supposed to be receiving something because with the csrs program they're not required to tell the spouse or the spouse doesn't have to sign off on not receiving anything right so you guys have to take into consideration what is going to happen with you if you can't live but then what is also going to happen with your spouse what position are you putting them in as well by not properly planning. Yeah, that's a really good point because a lot of times we think about my retirement. I'm going to retire. Well, it's it's I know you've worked for a lot of years and it's great that you're going to retire, but it's more than just you, buddy. <laughs> it's it's your spouse. It's it possibly even your kids if you're going to retire and have kids at home, which is not an unusual thing. I mean, that, that definitely happens, especially if for law enforcement, special provision, we'll call overall, overall, right? That happens. Um, but again, it's that, it's that feedback loop of that they're not going to come back and they're not going to say, oh yeah, uh, I messed up on this one. I mean, my turn ready for a story. Here we go. And this is a real short, quick one, but 
I was doing a workshop in DC, an in-person workshop, and we were covering survivor benefits, speaking of that. And there was a guy who had come, he was sitting on the front row. And as we were talking before the class, I found out that he had retired two months ago. And wow. which, you know, he's, I mean, basically he worked, 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 retired and, and then came to say, all right, what am I getting? That's backwards, just so everyone knows. <laughs> that's yeah, that's a, not the way to do it. Wrong please. order. Our goal is to help you guys do that. Hopefully more than two months, like two years, yeah. 20 years. Yeah, so let's go 20. Survivor. Yeah, I like that. So he came. And so we were talking about survivor benefits. And as we were wrapping it up, he just kind of shook his head. And I said, okay, what what's running through your mind, sir? And he said, HR told me something completely different to do because everyone oh, is doing no. that. So I did that and I did the wrong thing. Do you see my nostrils flaring? Yes. <laughs> I can see you're not excited about that, are you? Right? Yeah. I, so but there's... only because, okay, listen, HR, like, I love you guys. By the way, if you are an HR employee, I love you guys. But true. Please take Kevin's workshop because you guys need to know what you're doing. And I don't mean that to be mean. It's simply because I get to hear from the financial professionals that we work with on the employees who are getting the wrong information from the people that are supposed to be providing the right information. And that's frustrating because, of course, we're trying to help them the best way that we can. Right. But these people are looking at retirement. By the time they get to HR, they're like ready to turn in their paperwork. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes they realize, oh, I have to make a deposit or I need to do this or I need to do that. Oh, wait, there's service that isn't creditable here or not counted here or whatever. And they're having to iron out all of those details before they retire. And now they're having to delay retirement, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. There's a number of reasons why that could be a good thing. Um, yeah. But for those who are like ready to retire, right? Who like should retire. Yeah. <laughs> um, then they figure out they can't or vice versa. Um, they want to stay in service and they want to get this information, but then they're getting pushed back from HR, like a certified summary of federal service where they can't get the information that they want to do the planning properly. Right. Like there's just a number of, of, bad information that um can hr has provided to employees that that is not good but so well anyways, let, go let's, on. Let, let's do this actually <laughs> cassie i think that's an episode that we need to do right i i think that's a let's let's actually make that one of the one of the next episodes because that is something that we need to hit on at the same time of being nice to hr because again we love hr um but we need to talk about that so let, let's let me go back to the let me go back to the story real quickly yes. with the story. Do you think that that gentleman, after he learned his mistake, only two months after he retired, do you think he went back to his colleagues and said, oh, by the way, I screwed up? No, well, of course not. No. And most of the time, it's because federal employees can't go back into wherever they're working. Right. <laughs> Like, well, they have the phone numbers. They could text them, right? They could say, hey, you know, start calling them all up. Say, hey, I messed up and this is how I messed up. 
they're not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm right. sure they have better use of their time. And exactly, like trying to figure that. out how to how to fix their mistake, right? Right. Right. So it really, go ahead. Yeah, they can't get on certain places. Like if they work right. for DOD or something like that, like you're not going to, you know, go out and and you know go back to your agency unless you can hook up with um somebody who does training or something like that and then you can go back and share your story a little bit but even still like you have to um there's so many other things right so there's there's expenses that you guys need to think about and and inflation and when is you're gonna when are you gonna receive your cost of living adjustment like we covered in the last episode um is a pay raise something you need to think about taking because you're not going to receive the cost of living adjustment or, you know, all of these yeah. different, it's like a, a puppet, right? You got to make sure that you're pulling all the right strings mm-hmm. to, to make the puppet do what you want. Yeah. Right. And or if you're just... not, then they can end up in a very tangled mess. And yeah. that's the same with your retirement as well. Um, anyways, that's my yeah. analogy. Now, in, in the workshops that I do, I feel really blessed to be able to do these workshops because um, there's a whole bunch of, I get feedback. I get people who come back after they've retired trying to fix what they've broken accidentally right they don't mean to but they they've broken and now they're trying to come back to learn about how to get back in the game and and fix it all but i get so i get that feedback i get to see those who come back in and say this is how i screwed up oh i had no idea that's how that worked really well if i had known that i would have done this and so um you know i i get to help a lot of people in the workshops but at the same time i do get the feedback loop I do get to see, you get to see as well, doing these reports for federal employees, you get to see people make all these choices and then you get to go, uh, and you get to actually catch some of those mistakes before they even happen and say, you probably don't want to do that one because of this and this and this, and they can Mm -hmm. fix a lot of mistakes sometimes even before they retire, uh, hopefully before they retire. And that's, that's huge. I, I, I can't explain just how huge that is to be able to catch those things well before you retire. Well, yeah. I mean, and it's just, I had a scenario come across my desk yesterday, in fact, where it was, you know, should this employee take a CSRS offset or first transfer? It was a FERCA situation. Sure. And, you know, HR, thankfully, this this HR department, they did provide information, right? They provided the pros, uh, uh, the different calculations. Now, one of the calculations was slightly wrong, but um, it wasn't off by too much. So (laughs) I'm not going to go there, but um, the calculations were provided to the employee and they did at least mention the TSP snafu. Hmm. Um, That could be a, a, a deal breaker for an employee making a decision, because let's face it, if you're just looking at the pension numbers, the CSRS offset is going to look a lot better because it has that higher calculation because all the CSRS years or all the um, years will get counted as a CSRS. And as opposed to the first transfer where you only get a portion of those 
years counted as the CSRS when you're actually in that program, and then the rest as the first transfer. However, you know, it. we also have to think about that TSP match. Right, exactly. That would be taken away if they chose the CSRS <laughs> benefit, right? And so that, oh boy. that alone can be a deal breaker for somebody because who wants to lose a couple hundred thousand or, you know, whatever that match would add up to over all of those years that they've been contributing to, to the TSP. And so there's, there's a number of different factors that an employee has to consider. And that's why this is such a big deal. Like this is the crisis planning in your retirement, right? It's, it's not having a plan thinking the government is going to take care of everything. Um, and then you realize that's not the case. You know, not factoring in all of your expenses, not factoring in inflation as time goes on. Like we had mentioned in the last episode, the increase to your health insurance, the increase to your life insurance. Um, you know, what happens if you have federal long-term care insurance and they have another 85% increase? for the premium, like then you're having to, to choose, do I keep it or do I, you know, take less of a benefit? Mm -hmm. How is that going to affect me if, if, and when I do need care, Mm -hmm. right? Do I have to switch the place that I was thinking about going to, if I needed care, do I need to change any planning I did on my legal side in my will, in my, you know, estate plan? Um, like all of these different things are connected and it's so, so important that people at least get a second set of eyes, a professional set of eyes on their plan to ensure that what they think is going to happen actually happens. And right. I cannot stress that enough. Right. So because there's no feedback loop, because people retire and you really don't hear about all the mistakes that happen, I... We cannot recommend enough. Cassie does this report. She does it for free. Please get in contact with us, fendababble.com, and let us do a report for you. Let us just make sure that, that, that you have all your ducks in a row, right? There's no reason not to. There's no reason. There's no sales pitch. There's nothing like that that's going. There's no nothing behind the scenes that's, oh, right. No, no, there's nothing like that. We want to make sure that you get what you need so that when you retire, you don't figure out all the things that you should have figured out before and you don't have regrets. Why retire with regrets? No good. Let's not do that. So again, fendababble.com and Cassie can redo re- this report for you and we'll get you, uh, we'll, we'll show you some things in there that, that I'm pretty sure would surprise you. That's <laughs> right. That's things. right. Don't let your expenses eat away your pension benefit. That's oh, the kicker there man. because this happens all too often. And so don't forget to like, subscribe, share with a coworker or family member, um, friend, foe. Get us out there so that way people have the right information that they need to do what uh, the actionable items that need to happen to make your retirement work for you. Thanks. Love everybody. you guys. Until next time. Bye. To get Cassie's comprehensive report on your federal retirement benefits at no cost, no obligation, and no sales pitch, go to fednababble.com. While you're there, submit a question for them to answer on the show.